Are you an adventurer looking to take your hunt to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to East Meets West Hunt with your host, Bo Martonic. Hey everyone, welcome back to a different type of episode of the East Meets West Hunt podcast. This is going to be a new series that is going to drop on Mondays, probably not every Monday, but throughout deer season. Doing this is a trial and it's the Mountain Buck Monday series of podcasts. And the purpose behind this is to have short topics, specific topics that I'll be covering, no guests, just going through it to the point and getting into this. And I had the idea for a while of doing it, you know, short 10 to 15 minute, maybe at the most 20 minute long podcast you listen to on the way to work um, that go into these specific topics. What really got me kind of going is I'm doing a lot of writing for Free Range American, which is owned by Black Rifle Coffee. And I'm doing a ton of articles on these specific topics. And I'm like, it'd be might as well just, as I'm writing these, you know, record an audio version essentially of what I'm writing and talk about it here. And so that was the the idea behind it. And I'm really looking for feedback to see what you think of it. It's just going to be a bonus episode during the week here, short and to the point. So I hope that uh, it goes over well. And if it doesn't, I still want to hear the feedback. So please, please give that to me. And um, so this episode, I am going to be covering a quick and dirty overview of understanding winds and thermals in the whitetail woods. The podcast is presented by Spartan Forge, and you can save 25% off of the Spartan Forge app at SpartanForge.ai, and it should be in the app store sometime this week if you use a coupon code EASTMEETSWEST. And we are also brought to you by Tethered, a company founded on the principles of educating the hunting community on saddle hunting and creating the most lightweight, safe products for saddle hunting. You can find more at tetherednation.com. Maven Optics is building the the best high-quality optics at half the price of their competitors. And you can find all their optics at mavenbuilt.com. And if you use the coupon code EASTMEETSWEST-GIFT, you get a free gift with any full price optics order and go wild is a free social community that you can download the app and shop that and and post anything interact with hunters outdoors men and women and they also you can also shop for all of your gear in one place i have my gear list uploaded there and even if you don't want to choose from my gear list, use the code East Meets West to save 10% off of all of the hunting gear on the Go Wild app. All right, so that was a quick and dirty version. Everything about this podcast is quick to the point, including uh, the, the partner's overview there at the beginning. So I want to start off with a Mountain Buck Monday story, and this story comes from Brandon Sullivan. On October 19th, while hunting the big woods of Pennsylvania, I heard a bunch of crashing going through the hemlocks, and I couldn't see what it was. And then about a half hour later, I could hear it coming back up the valley and saw a doe. So I grunted a few times and stopped them. There was a buck that was behind them, so I grunted again, and he left the does to see where those grunts were coming from. I had him at 30 yards 
or less for 12 minutes before I shot him. And you definitely need to go over on the East Meets West Hunt Instagram, their East Meets West Outdoors Facebook page, and check out the photo of Brandon's buck. It's a giant big woods deer from Pennsylvania that that he was able to to kill, you know, hunting out of his family hunting camp, which is awesome. Love the tradition there. Brandon's a friend of mine, so definitely head over and check that out. All right, let's jump into the topic of the week, which is understanding thermals and winds. So there are hundreds of gadgets, gizmos, and products available on the market designed to help you stay undetectable and beat an animal's nose. Although some of these products can help you reduce your scent, they are far from a smoking gun solution to killing a buck, bull, or really whatever species you're hunting. Understanding how the winds and thermals work their way through the woods and train will most definitely give you more of an advantage than any product that you buy off the shelf. I've taken the approach over the years to attempt to figure out how these animals use the wind to their advantage and create my game plans accordingly. So wind is defined as the natural movement of air that is coming from a particular direction. This definition seems pretty straightforward and is what you find within your favorite weather app. And the the wind is manipulated by terrain, objects, speed, temperature, pressure, weather shifts, etc. So many different things um, can manipulate the wind. So in other words, just looking at the weather channel's prediction is not going to be a foolproof approach. In fact, wind flows like a river does where you could have swirling, eddies, curls, and the wind just moving around object like water does. So most people understand basic wind direction, but many hunters are unaware of the effects of thermals and how they play a role in the overall wind movement. Wind and thermals play a role in all hunting from east to west, but it's more exaggerated in the mountains and hill country where understanding thermals is something you simply must know to hunt effectively. Thermals occur more so in terrain with different elevations where temperatures can fluctuate throughout the day. So warmer air is less dense than cool air, which results in warm air rising. So the rule of thumb is that thermals will rise in the morning as the sun heats up the hillside and they will fall in the evening when the sun goes down. But with that said, that's just a rule of thumb and I'll explain that a little bit more detail. So there are some factors that play into thermals and each area will be slightly different. So it's important to understand these basic concepts and scenarios. And these are seven concepts that I've written down here of scenarios. So one, sunny areas will be warmer than shaded areas, causing upward thermals. Two, cloud cover and storms rolling in can cause downward thermals. Three, areas around running water are typically cooler, causing thermals to pull in the direction of the water. Four, stagnant water such as beaver ponds will stay warmer than the surrounding air when the ambient air temperature drops below freezing which leads to a consistent upward thermal draft above that water. Five, heavy thermal cover areas, hemlocks and pine trees hold heat when it's cold and stay cooler when it's warm outside. So, and in that case, a lot of heavy uh, hemlock cover, pine trees, stuff like that will create 
downward drafts um, through most of the season, except for when it's really cold. I've found that if that area stays a little bit warmer, you can get a little bit of that upward thermal draft. And open number six, openings in the timber get more sunlight, thus creating uphill thermals in calm conditions. Trees, large rocks, and other obstructions can influence air currents and will just not cause it to flow as normal. Sometimes it'll just work around the object. Sometimes it'll create a swirling effect. Sometimes it'll create a curl effect. There's a lot of different things that can happen there. Specifically with whitetails in hill country, I find their bedding and travel to be dependent on the wind. And they like to bed at the crest of hills with the wind to their back and have a good visual out in front of them and below them. So why are the places right on the edges of steep drop-offs good for buck bedding? It's because they not only get the advantage of the wind direction, but they are also taking advantage of the uphill thermals as the sun heats up the hillside during the day. The wind coming from the bottom and the top will collide and swirl, giving them the ultimate advantage in these locations. Many times bucks in these locations will travel along the same topography line around the mountain, being able to take advantage of these winds when they leave their bed to go feed or look for does. I rarely see does think this intuitively of the wind and travel because they're generally in in groups and have added security in numbers. Keep in mind that the prevailing winds in most mid-latitude climates that we find in North America are westerly winds, meaning most of the time they are coming from west to east. When I'm scouting a new area on a map, I will try to map the wind and predict how it will flow in and out of the valleys. I will log into my Spartan Forge app and use the topography to predict how the wind will flow based on the terrain, running water, potential obstacles, sun positioning, and more. There's a really great article that Chad Sylvester of Exodus Outdoor Gear wrote on wind mapping that you can find. I have a link that's uh, in the in the article that I wrote for Free Range American that you can click on. So this is how I am aerial scouting for potential buck bedding locations and travel routes as well. So there's really no better way to understand the winds and thermals for your hunting area than spending time in the area seeing how it flows. Carrying a windicator of some sort and checking it often will help you understand the flow and will improve your recognition of similar scenarios in other places. Personally, I like to use milkweed rather than a puff bottle because the milkweed will stay in the air much longer and it is easier to see the different wind drafts as it floats away from you. I will check the wind and note the conditions in different vegetation types, terrain, and elevation. Documenting your findings will help you remember what you found and learn from it. I'm a big believer believer in documenting the winds you encounter along with other pertinent weather data to reference in the future. So a tip there is on the Spartan Forge app, there's a journaling option. And if you write in that journal option, it automatically will put in the current weather that is at that time. So you, you don't have to do that work for you. Then you just put in what you're observing in the, the notes and you have that and you can actually even just mark it as a point on uh, the map so you can check that out. So that's um, something that's super, super helpful there. 
a great tactic that I learned from a friend of mine and extremely successful deer hunter from Idaho, who's a guest on this podcast many times before. Troy Pottinger is to hang a windicator in front of your trail camera. You can use a ribbon or something else that's light and visible enough that it will show the wind direction even with a slight breeze. When you look at your pictures of that giant buck that you're chasing in daylight, you can see what that wind direction was at that exact moment. And it's really pretty tough to get better information than that. So I could give hundreds of different examples and scenarios that could play out during a hunt. And you'll hear a lot of them throughout the other conversations I do in the, the East Meets West Hunt podcast here with, you know, other guests and everything. But it can be difficult to give hard answers to what the wind and thermals will be doing in your area based on the variety of conditions. But spending time in the field and purposefully thinking about it can have a huge impact on your strategy and being able to predict wind movement in other areas. Like with anything in hunting, having a solid base knowledge and using your woodsmanship in the field will pay dividends in learning and ultimately increasing your success over time. All right, so that's my quick and dirty version of winds and thermals. Again, you can find this article. It should be up here shortly um, on the Free Range American website. Um, be I'll be having weekly articles over there for throughout the deer season and maybe beyond. And I'm I'm really excited about that. Uh, they're they're putting a lot of um, effort into putting out some good content here. And I'm going to continue to do some of these podcasts here as long as uh, everyone f- thinks that they're they're helpful. So check out those articles. They'll have some different pictures and descriptions and stuff in there that you might not be able to find during on this audio version. But uh, definitely check that out and. Uh, We'll see you guys here shortly for the the regular weekly version of the podcast. Have a great week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of East Meets West Hunt with your host, Bo Martonic. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit eastmeetswesthunt.com, Facebook at East Meets West Outdoors, and Instagram at East Meets West Hunt. If you enjoyed today's episode, please review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time.